Special Agent Charles Gunther, Program Coordinator of Complex Financial Crimes for the FBI, says law enforcement is making headway in its fight against cybercrime. Over the last year, Gunther says the FBI, through close collaboration with FinCEN, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, as well as banks and businesses, has successfully recouped millions of dollars stolen from U.S. businesses through cyber attacks and wire fraud schemes. Here, Gunther, a featured speaker at this week's Fraud Summit in San Francisco, discusses some of the leading fraud trends he's chasing at the FBI and explains how progress is continually being made to track down criminals using sophisticated schemes. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So Charles, just for some background and context, could you tell our audience a bit about the role that you play at the FBI? Yes, I'm a program manager for the San Francisco Field Office FBI Complex Financial Crimes Program. I supervise a squad of special agent investigators and analysts that investigate and assist the U.S. Attorney's Office in prosecuting criminals who conduct fraud schemes in both the mortgage arenas, the banking and financial arenas, the securities arena, as well as other schemes that come up and are new every day. So Charles, what would you say are some of the leading cybercrime or fraud trends that you see in the banking space? The biggest thing that's happening recently is that we are seeing a tremendously increased use of both simple techniques as well as sophisticated fraud schemes. And how I'd like to describe that is criminals have become incredibly more sophisticated in their targeting of the businesses, the institutions, and the way the actual individuals that they want to defraud. They've also become much more sophisticated in hacking schemes and in ways of getting into your computer systems for your corporations and individuals so that they continue to defraud these individuals and corporations. When I say simple, it's simple in the use of the basic social engineering techniques as these criminals have developed their targeting and intrusion schemes they have also developed their social engineering schemes so that when they are targeting somebody the target actually believes that they're talking to the real person the ceo the financial manager or the banker that the criminal is pretending to be charles what do you think will be our biggest cyber worry in the financial space for the last few months of 2015 and then into early 2016. The biggest expansion that we've seen over the past year has been the targeting of financial institutions holding market data, whether it is an institution that collects market data for distribution or whether it's actually the internal data that a company is holding for release at a specific time. This is data that would cause moves in their stock price and make the company either more or less desirable for investors. The other area of expansion that we're seeing is the expansion of what in the FBI we call the business email compromise. Some of the banks call it invoicing fraud. Other experts call it masquerading, but the basic gist is the subject that's being targeted is no longer just the major corporation. In California here, we've seen targeting of real estate firms, of real estate escrow firms, as well as the individual real estate investors via sophisticated email to actually get that investor to wire their money to what they think is a legitimate escrow company or institution where the funds are actually being wired overseas. So let's talk a bit about business email compromise, Charles. I mentioned in the introduction that wire fraud is something that you're quite focused on. Over the last five to seven years, we've seen the way cyber criminals perpetrate wire fraud change dramatically. So the attackers no longer have to wage some type of malware attack to compromise credentials. 
themselves. Today, they're just using social engineering to get in. I won't say that they've stopped using key logging attacks, but I'll say that the social engineering has been brought to a new level. The criminals are just determining, just as a regular businessman would do, they're determining which business they're going to target. And once they determine which business or type of business they're targeting, they learn everything they can about that business. And so when they actually start with their phishing emails, the emails will look exactly as the recipient believes they should look. They're very difficult to disbelieve. The only way that a lot of the victims are able to keep from being victimized is because they took that extra couple seconds to actually look at the email and see that it actually wasn't coming from the sender that they thought it was. There might be, you know, one letter different in the email address and a quick read. Most people don't look at every single line in an email that they get. And that extra second that they took has kept them from being a uh, big victim. So Charles, how would you say cyber attacks have evolved over the last 24 months? I would say the, the evolution is is the specific targeting of the individual. Once the subject has determined which company or victim, it's the amount of time and effort that they're putting into learning everything that they can about that victim so that they can successfully defraud them. I know something that you've mentioned previously is that the FBI has been doing a lot of work with FinCEN, which is part of the Treasury Department. How have inroads been made there to catch cyber criminals and recoup stolen funds? Well, over the past year, the FBI in conjunction with FinCEN we have developed some streamlined procedures. We realize that the wiring schemes have been growing exponentially. And in years past, it generally took a couple days to track these funds and get the banks all on board. Well, FinCEN and financial institutions in the United States, as well as overseas, we've developed a mechanism now. I'm not going to talk about how we do it, but we have developed a mechanism now where if a victim comes to us quickly, we can reach out to their bank and to the corresponding bank to see if the funds have gone further than the first wire transfer, and if so, if those funds can be pulled back. And we've had some very good success with this now. The key is is that a victim has to determine that they're a victim. And then the biggest thing that a lot of the subjects have relied on in the past, just it's all part of the social engineering, is that most victims, they go in denial that they've been a victim. They may take a day or so to say, oh, man, I really was foolish enough and I wired X number of dollars overseas. But if a victim will call their bank immediately and say, I think I've been victimized and call their local law enforcement office, we can actually put some things in motion to recover those funds. Not always everything, but uh, sometimes we can get a good chunk back. So you mentioned international collaboration. Charles, how has international collaboration improved? It mostly is improved by the amount of communication that we have with our foreign partners. The FBI has legal attache offices in many countries around the world, and that has increased our ability to work with the foreign banks. With FinCEN, the FinCEN has grown, and they're working much closer with international banks. So the whole thing that's improved is the communication and the willingness of all parties involved to work together to uh, basically keep their clients from being defrauded. And then Charles, finally, before we close, are there any additional thoughts you'd like to share with our audience? The biggest thing that I'd like to share is that when you realize that you've been defrauded, don't waste any time. Be willing to 
be completely open and straightforward with your local law enforcement, with your federal law enforcement, and with your bankers, and we can all work together to not only recover your funds, but to do our best to actually put hands on the criminals that are actually doing this around the world. Well, Charles, I want to thank you again for your time, and I look forward to seeing you in San Francisco. You're very welcome. Thank you. Again, we've just heard from Charles Gunther of the FBI. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.